0: The MMA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet and get a $100 free bet. Head on over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by Run Your Pool. Head on over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Survivor to get your free entry into our NFL Survivor Contest. First place gets $500 cash. And a $250 gift card to the SGPN store.
1: Howdy ho, DeGenerinos, and welcome to another action packed, thrilling Edge of Your Seat. Whatever else, uh, episode of the MMA gambling podcast and the sports gambling podcast. Network episode one hundred eighty seven, of course, has to go out to one of our patron saints of the podcast, Gerald GM3 Mirchart. I'm not gonna call him by his other nickname because that is uh Moonaf Manji's nickname only. Um, I was foolish enough to fade one of our patron saints last night and I paid for it. My coast, of course, um, uh, since he's a wild man, especially when it comes yeah. to dogs, he was not. Um too, uh, too scared to jump in with both feet on GM3, and and uh, he benefited oh so much. And he, he beat me last night, I'm, I'm sad to say. This is going to be – this is one of those rare double rainbow episodes where my co-host actually out-earned me last night. So who would I be? I would be uh, Jeff Chalks, Fox, even though the Chalks part is slowly fading away, I must say, because uh, the dogs are what save – my bacon last night um and i seem to be liking more dogs with every um every episode so who knows i think it's like when two people couples have been together too long you know uh, they um they rub off on one another and pretty soon gumby and i are gonna look like each other too because i'm starting to act like him picking dogs so anyhow this um as you as you can tell this intro is becoming one of my old school throwback ones where i start rambling and everyone starts clicking off and listening to like I don't know, the Landshark podcast or whatever else. Amazing podcast we have on SGPN. So let's bring in the, uh, the Gumby God. He was up to his nickname last night, for sure. The wonderfully Daniel Vreeland. Hello.
0: Well, thank you for the intro. I'm glad you dedicated it to Gerald Mearshart, who deserves it. But I also want to throw it to uh, Twitter user, at Joey Joe Rue, uh, because he became the... The first person to to start minting Gumby God on on Twitter because usually oh, we just really? got it okay. in in the yeah usually we just right, got, right, right. got it right right on the the Discord you can get it at sportsgamblingpodcast.com/discord um get that plug in early and uh but he threw it up on on Twitter it's even a hashtag now that you can click Gumby God oh, wait, um yes it, it came right after the GM3 submission because i I will also remind you not only did i say to get in on gerald mearshart at like what was he negative 230 235 or something we we recorded but his uh his sub prop was 550 um and i definitely had that sub prop last night
1: yeah people in the discord including dan were um popping bottles when mearshart got that submission because a lot of people seem to be in on that um, how is it 550 the dude yeah, is so good on the ground <laughs> that's what we we were talking about that on the on the episode uh one, 190 whatever 195 6 196 so yeah yep. i know wild um yeah so you uh you kicked mass last night we both won money um technically uh I'll, we'll get to how much i won in, in a bit but yeah um good job for the gummy god it seems like Pretty much 99% of the people in, in our Discord uh, had a decent night too. That's one of the benefits of not having to uh, Discord people not having to actually record an episode like days in advance. Uh, if if uh, their night gets off on a on a bad note, they can, as true degenerate gamblers do, they can double down on fights uh, coming coming on later in the night and try to chase uh, their money that's going down down the drain. And it seemed to work last night for most people.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, like it, it was I feel like there were there were quite a few dogs who hit, but also like quite a few predictable type decisions.
1: Yep. No. Yeah. A lot of fights went the way we said they would go. So a lot of fighters let us down too, Dan, which we will get to and which we will scold these fighters in question. Um, not a, not as. Yeah, no, I was going to say not as many for you, but yeah, quite a few let you down as well, I guess. Yeah, but there, there were some of the ones
0: that let me down, I, I'm i accepting of the way they let me down, and I will excuse at least one of them.
1: As I fumble around with everything, I'm at the MMA Gambling Podcast uh, cottage, exclusive cottage that we have up here. Even though Gumby's not allowed to use it, uh, just I am. If you hear noise, I'm trying to fumble around and get, get comfortable here before we tell you about all the dogs that we hit. Yeah, I ended up hitting two, and you hit three, so not... Too shabby at all, um, all things considered. So probably should crack or crack into it, and because there is other non-UFC events too that we may want to touch on quickly before we get out of your ear holes and get back into your ear holes with our contender series picks. Of course, uh, first we're going to tell you about our friends at WinBet. Thinking of joining WinBet? Now is the perfect time. New customers who bet $100 can get $100 free bet. If you're betting baseball, you have to check out WinBet. The reduced juice in baseball games makes them the best place to bet MLB. Plus, the Winbet Casino is always open 24 hours a day where you can get 100% deposit bonus up to $1,000. so much to choose from, and all you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer subject to, t- to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where play Winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. And let me tell you about Oz Trader. You may, you may ask yourself, what is Odds Trader? If you listen to this podcast, you know already, but uh, for, for new listeners, let me tell you, Odds Trader is a place to compare odds from all major sportsbooks. You can also compare the different signup codes and promotions from sportsbooks to get the best deal. The app is also provides player statistics, key game stats, injury reports, and projected game day weather for bettors to make the most informed bets possible. It also has a bet tracker so bettors can keep records of all your games and betting activity. So go to oztracker.com/bluewire. Oztracker, the number one site for all your game day bets. All right, let me go. Yes, that is correct. I am on vacation yet I am still coming into your your house. I can't like Gumby do this alone, or or he'll have another one of his boyfriends come on here, and that just breaks my heart when that happens. So we are, I am, I am going to charge through and tell you about last night's event. Pretty decent event, an odd event. We had some odd odd uh, results we started things off with a draw for one thing which is what what was the number on that do you know what the I, number on I the know, draw but, was
0: but they usually post right around like 30 to one because they okay. they happen about like you know every 30 or 40 fights or something like that so like it, it's not it's not the most shocking result um but yeah. i i also think they got that right do you think they got that right right
1: yeah yeah uh i think so yeah um yeah but we can start with that one if you want it was the opening bout of the night Bannon weights Damon mom blackshear Making his short notice debut, despite all that, I took him in the fight, and it's it was it was an okay pick. I didn't lose money. But we'll give you that. Um, he drew with Youssef Zalal. He's Blackshear actually is the only one who actually got a winning scorecard. He had a 29-28 from one judge, and the other two judges gave it 28-28 for Zalal. Zalal saved himself with the 10-8 uh, round three. But yeah, Blackshear definitely did not, not look out of place in the UFC, especially uh, on short notice.
0: Yeah. So first of all, uh, you threw me off because we don't ever start with the bottom of the no, card. No, but we were talking about it
1: already. So <laughs> that, that, that's fair.
0: Okay, I, I got real thrown off <laughs> there. No, I'll say the first of all, the scorecards are right. Blackshear won round one and two. Uh, he got the tar beat out of him in round three with that body kick from Zalal. Uh, I will say, uh, here's a question I have for you. Um, because we, we've seen Yusuf Zalal, he had lost three in a row before. For this, uh, maybe didn't look like a world beater necessarily, but like, you know, those losses are to Sungu Choi and I, Ilya Tapuria and Sean Woodson, and the last one was a split. Before that, he had beaten Austin Lingo, Jordan Griffin, and Peter Barrett. Again, maybe not the highest level of competition, but he lost the guys he should lose to. He beat guys he should beat. Do you feel like he looks good at 35?
1: I don't think he's. I, don't, I feel I don't like he, 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 he looks he, bad. No, he, he hasn't looked good for a while, <laughs> D- despite, uh, look. Whatever weight he's at. um, that I I was thinking the classic, oh, oh, so you're a wrestler now uh, for the first two rounds with him. Like, what was he doing? Yeah, Wrestling I don't know. And, and getting the worst of it. sure, that's his game, is it not? From from what I've seen of him, he's a very good grappler, and that's what he tries to get get to a guy's neck. And so all is a better striker, so why wasn't he striking until the third round when he did strike? He won 10-8 on it yeah but to be to be fair too uh part of that
0: is is that like the last fight he had success in was peter barrett and he like outgrappled peter barrett
1: is that who, the guy from family guy
0: uh i think peter griffin think you're thinking of peter griffin yes yeah, I don't, um, I don't watch it but, but okay. peter, you're thinking a slippery pete barrett um who <laughs> oh, uh who like it same thing is like a regional level guy who loves snatching necks and and like doesn't have much else to his game X. so like in cash and fetch hex yeah no not joe gianetti who says snatch and next catch and fetch <laughs> does he for um, real I yeah I I, like okay. no i'm i'm pretty sure that's like the slogan on his t-shirt you you remember joe gianetti the guy who had won twice yeah, in the yeah. ufc and had the boring ass tough finale and they cut him immediately after um <laughs> yeah but p barrett same thing so like i think he saw that he had success on that but then like you're right when he opened up with his with his hands man it, it was a game changer
1: what other podcast is gonna go right off the top? We're gonna to tell you about Demont Blackshear and Yusuf Zaalal and Peter Barrett. <laughs> Peter Barrett's gonna get roped into it too. Come on. And this and, and the,
0: the and the host will naturally know slippery Pete Barrett's nickname. Yes,
1: of course, of course. All right, let's let's go to um, the main event. We didn't lose. No, we didn't lose any fights at all. We we had all 13 fights went through, but we only ended up with 12 results for gambling purposes. Unless you're one of those people who had the the opening fight as a draw. No one in in uh, Discord um, stood up with, with their hand raised for that. So um, we were in the the beautiful Pechanga Arena. I don't know if it was beautiful. It was hot, apparently. Uh, the they kept talking
0: about were, how it's hot. hot. <laughs> yeah,
1: they were complaining about it being hot. Main event went the way we hoped it would. Marlon Vera. Cheeto, you can call him if you like. Knocked out. Head kick knocked out. Maybe we didn't predict that part of it. Um, Dominic Cruz. Uh, round four, 217 into it. Didn't just... He destroyed his nose as well. So... Head kick knockout, straight his nose. Cruz is tough as they to come, even at his advanced age, tried to get up, but his body said no. Um Vera, it, like I said, it went the way we expected, but we picked Vera to win, and it went just basically like almost like uh, the Rob Font fight where Cruz was more active, but Vera was dropped him pretty much every round with a with a strike. It seemed like everyone was on the bandwagon that. Cruz obviously won round one, but I was thinking the Vera won round one because the, the number one determining factor I thought of scoring a round was who um, who came closest to finishing the fight, and Vera dropped him, plus he um, had him in briefly in trouble with the submission. So I, I know Cruz was way more active, but Vera seemed to be closer to finishing the fight those two times, but didn't didn't uh, matter in the end because Vera won be a kick idea. Am I crazy for thinking that or not?
0: I mean, I, I thought that the, they were razor close because I was yeah. saying that, it was that so Cruz much definitely volume. was landing, landing more, and there was a lot of volume. And, and you know, the the third was so clearly for Vera because of the way he dropped him in the third. But you know, every single judge had Cruz in rounds one and two.
1: Yeah, that's that's the thing. Uh, and every all the all the tweets that are pointed up on screen did too. So yep. I'm glad so, it didn't it didn't matter. But like like I said, it, it was so much volume in, in round one, so I guess that swayed them. But still he's the one that got dropped and he's the one like Vera did more work off his back than Cruz did on top of him on the ground too so anyhow maybe I'm biased because I had Vera as my pick so
0: yeah I, I thought in real time that they probably were going to give rounds one and two to to Cruz I was like I don't know they're close I, I might edge towards Vera but then again I was like trying to be by bi- you know non-biased and I'm like I definitely mentally shouldn't count on Vera having these no. rounds because, uh, but but let, let's talk about the knockout, man. The way he yeah. set him up when he dipped off to the side. And, and the thing is that Cruz loves dipping off to the side like that yeah, too. So like, so, yeah. so to to have the wherewithal to like set something up to get him to do it and then throw that left kick, man, perfect. Like it, it was, it's also, man, I don't mean to be mean about Dominic Cruz here, but like it was really nice to see, <laughs> vera get a win like this uh yeah. i i do really just like him as an announcer but i'm not bringing that into this but like yeah. it was nice to see vera get like that confirmation that he like belongs in this upper echelon by having like a big finish over a guy who most people were talking about being unfinishable like and, and like nobody's under the weird assumption that like Cruz is going to make one more run to the title even before this fight. So I'm like sure he was, yeah, I mean, he, I'm sure he was, he's just going to fight once every 10 years and, and get slotted into a title shot. Um, but like Vera actually has a, like he's young, he's up in, I mean, like, even though he's been in the UFC for like a hundred years, the guy isn't very old. He's only 29 years old. So like, it's great to see him like get that big win at the expense of somebody who's never going to to move up anyway.
1: Yep. Very true. Um, yeah, but it, this I I even saw someone write it. This was the classic. Well, Cruz looked good until he didn't look good, which is what happens with aging fighters, uh, often. Uh, not not that Cruz is a guy who's been getting knocked out a lot recently. Like usually that's the case. These guys look good until like Frankie Edgar, for instance, until they get front kicked in the face. But um, yeah, it was the classic. You know, late 30s fighter. They look good until they get caught, and then. Then you're like, oh, OK, this guy can't really take the shot that he used to be able to take. But still a front kick that destroys your nose like that. Probably no one's going to take that regardless. of age. But,
0: but here's the thing, though,
1: too, though, it, 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 you're right.
0: Regardless of age, nobody's taking that shot. But younger, active Dominic, well, maybe not active. He was never active, but younger Dominic Cruz doesn't get hit with that because he's like he used to be the most elusive fighter on the planet and in the first couple of rounds there was touches of that right the third round that version of Dominic Cruz was gone he was not as crafty he was not as elusive he started to slow down his movements were more predictable like that's the thing that goes that you know like and and we've said that about lower weight classes all along right like you know, father time waits for nobody, but your power is the thing that stays when you get old, right? right? Like your chin doesn't stay. Your speed doesn't stay. Your elusiveness doesn't stay. Your defense doesn't stay, but your big hands do. And he's never had big hands. So like, yeah, of course, father time finally is catching up with him and he can't fight a five round fight anymore against a guy like Marlon Vera.
1: Yeah. Just wait. Is it next week that we're going to make lots of money off fading Luke Rockhold? I think it's next week, right?
0: I mean, he's betting off at like what negative two or uh, cost is negative two thirty-five right now. Oh, and okay. Like, We're not going to make I, it. Well, about the same we, as zero. Yeah. I would not. I would not be surprised if he's negative three fifty by the time we get around yeah. to breaking down that episode. Yeah.
1: So anyhow, um, we got the main event right, which was nice. Oh, Dan got the well, no, uh, it was a draw. So I was going to say you didn't get uh, the first. You've gotten the first fight, not including like pretending this draw. Uh, that fight didn't happen. You've gotten the first fight wrong four times in a row. So lucky, um, lucky you're not into, into uh prelim, uh, picking anymore, Dan.
0: No, I'm definitely not.
1: <laughs> <laughs> He's a main event picker now and he got this one right. Um, Marlon Barra. All right. I'm not a David Onama fan anymore. Even though he did win fight of the night. He lost our, our next pick. Nate Landwehr. Majority decision. 28, 28, 29, 27, 29, 27. It was a battle. Onama had the power, but not the brains and not the gas tank to hang with Landwehr. Um, the days of thinking Onama is a legit prospect at featherweight is over because legit prospects at featherweights don't lose to guys like Nate Landwehr. All, all due respect to Nate Landwehr, but they don't lose to Nate Landwehr, especially Nate Landwehr who was like showboating and playing up to the crowd the whole fight.
0: So I'm going to disagree with you, and I'm going to make. Really? It, I'm going to compare. I'm going to compare David Onama to another young prospect that I'm still high okay. on as well. I think that this is David Onama's uh, Terrence McKinney moment because Terrence McKinney beat the stuffing out of, out of Drew Dober for a little while until he got a little overzealous and tired himself out. And then Drew Dober took over the fight. I think David Onama tired himself out thinking he had Nate Landwehr out of there. And Nate Landwehr is just like a tough motherfucker. Like I, I think at the end of the day, I think David Onama, a more patient David Onama, beats Nate Landwehr. And I think we see him, especially being a James Krause guy, just take that step forward next time. You see a much more patient version of him, like we did with Terrence McKinney, right? Terrence McKinney came out and fought. Ghost Pepper Gonzalez is in his next fight, and he looked so much better, right? Like, he stunned him, but he didn't rush in. He took his time. I think if you see that from David Onama in your next fight, you're going to be like, ah, uh, you know, like. You know, you you could say the same thing about Nate Landwehr as you – or about Drew Dober as you just said about Nate Landwehr, right? Like, guys who are hyper prospects or guys who are going to talk about for title shots don't lose to Drew Dober, right? Like, you know, Matthews Gamera is not going to lose to Drew Dober. You know, Armin Sakurian, probably not going to lose to Drew Dober. So, like, when we talk about guys who are prospects, we usually say that. But it's also, like, the veteran loss. I, I think this is one of those veteran losses for David Onama.
1: Didn't wasn't his first UFC fight a veteran lost too? I know it was short, short notice. That was
0: short notice on four yeah. days up a of weight <laughs> class uh, after he was partying in Alabama. Remember? Oh, yeah, this
1: is the maniac <laughs> that parties in Alabama. So I was gonna say there's a, <laughs> a lot of bad brain thinking in this fight for him. Like he was like losing positions that he shouldn't have lost and stuff like that too. Which I think I think that was all just being tired. Yeah. Yeah. And also so, people forget Nate Landwer has got a little
0: bit of wrestling in him too. Yeah. Because he he survived a really long time. Um. He he survived a really long time in M1 Global against all of those like really good wrestling Russians, and he he did some wrestling himself then too. And also, I'm pretty sure if I'm not mistaken, he was like a high school wrestler in Tennessee. Which like take that with a grain of salt. But the dude can wrestle a bit.
1: Those wrestling Russians. Um, so if if you party in Alabama, like when you you're winning and celebrating, what do you do when you lose? If Alabama's like the Utah, <laughs> what do you do when you lose Tallahassee.
0: I don't I don't wanna I don't wanna insult any place, but maybe maybe there.
1: <laughs> okay, Tallahassee it is. All right. Um I'm gonna tell you about Run Your Pool before we um we diss some more uh, southern parts of the United States. Um Run Your Pool is the home of competition, bringing sports fans and their social circles together to compete, connect, and make every game matter more. Run your pool offers every game. Type Under the Sun from Pick'em and Survivor to Fantasy Pools. It's a one-stop shop for sports gaming with customizable features that you don't get anywhere else. We've teamed up with Run Your Pool to host a pool for our official SGPN sur- NFL Survivor Contest. Free to enter. Get in over at sportsgamingpodcast.com survivor. That's sportsgamingpodcast.com survivor. The prizes have been announced. Winner take all $500 and $250 gift card to the SGPN store. Plus... We're brought to you by Sleeper. Sleeper is a fast-growing fantasy platform today with millions of players. You probably already have a fantasy league on there. We all use it for ours on the SGN, the crew here. They just passed 4 million users there. Um, Congrats to Sleeper for that. And now you could win on Sleeper by playing their new over-under game. First in any sport, choose two or more players that you like and pick the over-under. If you pick correctly, you can win anywhere from two times to over 20 times the money you put in. With the NFL season right around the corner, Sleeper is the first sports contest game built into the fantasy experience. The main reason I'm excited about Over/Under on Sleeper is that it's the only app where I can join my buddies' contest and play together. It's got a building group chat where I can see and copy my friends' picks with the top of a button. It's insanely fun to ride it out together. Stop what you're doing and download Sleeper now to play their new Over/Under game, have fun with your friends, and make some money on your mobile phone. Join our listener group on Sleeper at sleeper.com/sgp. Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. Again, go to sleeper.com/sgp and you'll get a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See sleepers, terms of use for details. What's this friends word they keep mentioning in there? <laughs> you got me. Oh, yeah, I do. It's true. Dan admitted <sighs> it on an earlier episode that he's my friend. So there you go. Um, Here's something you are right about, not just the pick. Well, we picked the right Yasmin to win, but you also said they probably put this fight on the main card high up because they knew it was going to be an action-packed fight, and it certainly was. It probably was the leader for fight of the night until uh, the fight Honorable directly or- after it yeah. took took care of that. Um, correct, Yasmin. Yasmin Uruguay, right? Uruguay, that's how you say it, I think? How reggae. Um, how reggae. Right, reggae. Um, beat Yasmin Lucindo. Unanimous decision. 30, 27, 29, 28, 29, 28. Uh, these women women can slang and bang for women's straw weights. Very impressive debut. Um, they must be pretty high in her. Um, you can see on my MMA site, moneymma.substack.com, the official payouts from last night. California actually releases the fighter purse info. What, twenty-five they, G. Yeah, they show. her at twenty-five thousand. I saw that. <laughs> it started at ten. So, like, they, they must be pretty high in her. Yeah, or there were other offers. Or she has a really good agent. Well, I Maybe. I, I want to.
0: I'm almost positive I know her agent, so I won't I won't say it without absolute confirmation. But I, if it's the person who I think it is, she is quite good. But also, if I'm not mistaken, too, does she not train with Brandon Moreno, so I feel like yeah. that probably gets strategy, her. Yeah. yeah, that that probably gets her a little little leeway. She's not. Is she Mexican? Yeah, or
1: she's Mexican. She just yeah, that's okay, why yeah, it's right. how,
0: That's why it's how Reggie. Remember right, we talked right, about right, the right. uh, JB and an H.
1: Yep. Yep. So what do you think? Good fight. Um good uh what do you think of their prospects these two ladies?
0: I actually left that that fight uh with more stock going up for Lucindo. Um okay. because like I had seen her previously um as somebody who has to like kind of get gritty and in the the clinch and use a little bit of her muscles for takedowns and I didn't okay. think that would work against uh um Hawreghi and it didn't work against reggie So I was right about that and that's why at the end of the day we're we're talking about my pick being right. But I would say she stood in the pocket and threw with her quite well. And as a matter of fact, got the better of a lot of those exchanges. So, yep. uh, you know, Lucindo at 20 years old has got a really high ceiling. Um, how how Reggie obviously is like, you know, like it's, it's probably already time to match her up with somebody, you know, pretty damn close to the top 15.
1: All ready for How Reggie?
0: I'm all ready for How Reggie.
1: <laughs> there, um, you, there you go. There's your
0: name. All right.
1: I, I'll, I'll mark it down. Um, we shouldn't have faded as Mirzakinoff. He He, uh, he hung in there for three rounds, a minute 18 in the third round. Looked very good too. must've been all that cupping he did before, um, <laughs> before the fight. Uh, TKO'd Devin Clark. He knocked out a brown bear, which someone in, uh, I can't remember who it was, but someone told us brown bears are a former grizzly bear. Yes, nice. we, we were talking about bears Perfect. in one I episode. Was, I was
0: right. I thought I was right about that. Yep. So. <laughs> Gumby's
1: always right. So anyhow, we were wrong about Devin Clark though. Um, yeah. Merzakhonov looked good. Devin Clark looked, Like, uh, he did not look like he wanted to get touched by that guy. Like his, it seems like he felt his power early on and decided, I don't want to be part of that. Particularly the power to the body.
0: Yeah. Seemed seemed, seemed to to do a lot of work. Um, which was, which, you know, maybe more surprising because, you know, I, I haven't really thought that about Merzak until this fight, but it did seem like anything he landed to the body just made Devin Clark want to get away. Um, so yeah, maybe something to keep an eye on with Merzak you know, I, I, you know, ultimately wasn't a great performance by Devin Clark, but also like kind of a tough one. It's not really somebody he can wrestle up and his yeah. striking really didn't play well. So um tough fight for him. But yeah, good, good. on am Yeah, no,
1: that's a that's a good veteran win for him. um Beating Devin Clark. What we're going to do with Devin Clark, he's making 75 grand, which is a decent amount. He's only won once in his last four fights, and that was William Knight. Is yeah, he sticking he, around, you think? He he
0: just got a brand new contract. That's part oh, yeah. of that 75. So yeah, the yeah. going into the William Knight, that was fight, that was his last fight on his contract. So okay. he was he was with a brand new camp
1: with a money.
0: Brand new camp with a one fight contract up against William Knight and knocked him out. So like that was huge. Right. But you're right, like I mean the UFC can terminate one pretty much whenever they want. And man, it you're right, making seventy five, uh whew, he, he's gonna be in a tough spot for sure
1: yeah well that's the top turtle top turtle screwed us over last week again um the the fighter that won we picked against the fighter that lost we we picked (laughs) for
0: but yeah Yeah. that you you can't say the stank because we're going to talk about tyson Nam later and that dude that dude did not have any stank on him that's for damn sure sure.
1: (laughs) neither did priscilla catcher ariana lipsky definitely had some some stank on her sorry i shouldn't say a woman has some stank on her but regardless uh Looked like Arianna Lipsky has looked in the UFC and catcher has looked the way catcher has looked in the UFC minus the, the cheating, uh, only took her a minute five before turning the lights on Arianna Lipsky. Uh, um, we had Cachoeira. That was our first one, well, not our first, but our last big dog we hit technically in uh, chronological order, uh, the way the fights played out plus Plus one sixty, We had catcher at, so that, that helped, um, get in insane line. That's an yeah. insane
0: line. It was an insane <laughs>
1: line. And yeah, I, I, Honestly, I didn't notice who the ref was. This isn't a joke. I didn't know who the ref was until, like, I noticed Lipski getting the out of her on the ground forever. I'm like, oh, okay, it must be Herb Dean. And here he comes. <laughs> it was Herb Dean. Yeah. It was just awkwardly too long, as per usual, with that guy.
0: Yeah, we're going to talk about an awkwardly too long finish in a second. And I'm going to tell you about why it was the greatest thing I've ever seen in my whole life.
1: Um, <laughs> he, he probably could have stopped it when she got dropped the first time oh yeah was, definitely she's kind of out of it there but but
0: but Katja, but your way like again this this felt like one of those that Lauren Murphy pick that we made a few weeks ago over Misha Tate right like, yeah wh- why who who is picking Lipsky in this fight unless you're like you know what what metric was she ahead on she's
1: pretty they think she's pretty I, I mean
0: yeah like if, if you're betting <laughs> you're betting that way I guess maybe pick her but like she doesn't uh, eyes yeah, you're just hoping the cheater loses. Like I, I was <laughs> too, apart from the fact that I had Contreras and I had her as one of my recommended plays. By the way, yeah, as a of big
1: my was a two big hit. dog
0: under under uh, recommended plays this week, which is so, uh, not bad. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> I know. So what do you think of Cacharera? She hits so freaking hard, you can't counter out. Banner, well, is but, but yeah. they both moved up to Bannaway. so technically but she wasn't really fighting a weight. But,
0: but even at flyweight, it. like yeah. you know she she's got finishes a Shannon Dobson and Gina Mazzandi, people. She should finish yep. and Lipsky and a win over G on Kim, who's notoriously hard to finish. You know, she had a pretty rough start to her UFC career. She actually lost all three of her first three fights. And since then is is four in one with three finishes and only a loss to Jillian Robertson. So yeah, yeah, man,
1: I like, I'm not a fan, but like, man, is she <laughs> just fun to watch. Yep. Definitely is fun to watch. And um, yeah. What are we doing with Lipsky? Dan? she's not making huge she's only making 40 grand so she's not making a massive amount of money but that's because she hasn't won enough fights to make a massive amount of money yeah i mean and she's not she's not good she's been
0: finished in three yeah. of her last four fights and only beat mandy Boom. um which you know About not the ksw to be, with you yeah i mean like it, it feels that way doesn't it like yeah i mean she had that knee bar on luana carolina which is like a nice win because luana carolina is pretty damn tough but like it's just because Luana Carolina sucks at grappling and that that was pretty much, she just like dangled her leg there to be knee barred.
1: Yep. Anyhow, this is the podcast in case you wonder, this podcast where we fire people after every UFC uh, event. We tend to axe people. Um, all right. Middleweights. Uh, I'm done. Uh, taking <laughs> Bruno Silva. Um, as, as much as I should be done. A fading Joe Mearshart. S- submission guillotine choke. 139 in the third round. This was not a typical Gerald Mearschardt where he um, was at the brink of defeat and then he snatches a I mean, won the whole show choke. No, <laughs> no he, he dominated the whole fight. Bruno Silva did not look good. I'm starting to... Th- I think I've realized he maybe isn't very good. Uh, definitely he isn't worth minus 290 money. Dan had Mearschardt a plus 230. This is, I think... Oh, I wrote about it. I wrote about it in Money MMA. I think this is maybe only the sixth Plus 230 or higher fighter to win this year. So hell yeah, kudos to GM3 and one of those was Mike Jackson by that uh, DQ. So um, tell us about our patron state, your patron state, Joe shot So his his striking looked good
0: first of all, and I will yeah. also tell you this is the late stoppage that I was so pumped about because you a thousand percent after he dropped him with that left hand and hit him with the follow up shot on the ground, that ref could have stepped in and waved it off, and instead. He waited and let Gerald Mearshart sink up a rear or a, a guillotine choke and yep. let us pick up that sub prop. <laughs> so who was it? Uh, who was uh,
1: I, it's a Frank Trigg.
0: I think it might have been Trigg actually. He's actually good. He's, yeah, he's pretty good. Uh, no, it was Mike Beltran. Sorry, right. it was Mike Beltran.
1: He's good too. <laughs> yep. But yeah, but he, so he let Dan, it go
0: a little too long and I vastly I really, <laughs> really thoroughly appreciate Mike Beltran for that one.
1: So how yeah, people were rejoicing in, in, in the Discord over that. So Dan started off the main card with plus two thirty plus one sixty. So That's boom. Beautiful. It's beautiful. So he went one, two, three, four, four and two on the main card. I went a very pedestrian three and three, but I picked things up on the on the prelims. Thank goodness. Um all right, I'm gonna tell you about our last lovely sponsor that keeps the light, uh, lights on here and allows us to have a top turtle cottage as well. So um, tr- trade coffee. Oh, trade coffee's back. That's good to see. Trade coffee connects customers to the freshest and best tasting coffee they've ever made at home by partnering with the country's best craft roasters. These are independent businesses from big cities and small towns. Trade customers are truly impactful for these independent roasters, often being the largest source of new growth for them. Trade coffee sends you freshly roasted beans from 60 of the country's best craft Roasters, small businesses who pay farmers fair prices and sustainably source the greatest beans from around the world. Right now, Trade is offering new subscribers a total of $30 off your first order plus free shipping when you go to drinktrade.com. SGP. That's more than 40 cups of coffee for free, which you will need if you faded Jeremiah shirt like I did. So get started by taking their quiz at slash SGP and let Trade find you a coffee you love. That's Drink Trade dot com slash SGP for $30 off. And your good friends with Dave are, are, are back as well. In case you, uh, like I said, you faded uh, Gerald Muirshart and put all your money on Bruno Silva. Um, Dave is here to help you. Uh, hindsight is twenty twenty, especially with that pick um, I just talked to you about. But you can't change the past. So, But what if you could get a little help from your future self? My future self says don't fade, one of the patron states of the podcast, GM3. Uh, maybe you'd ask to borrow a little cash or like I said, Pick, put all your money on GM3. Now you can do all of that with Dave. Dave is a banking app that can help you get up to $500 instantly with extra cash. That's way to fill your tank, buy a wedding gift, catch up on bills, or bet on GM3. You can finally tackle those expenses that have been stressing you out without any hangups. There's no interest and no credit check needed. Millions of people have already downloaded the Dave app to get the financial relief they need with extra cash. So if you're in a pinch and need some extra help, download Dave and think of it as a helping hand for Feature U. Download the Dave app from the App Store. Right now, that's D-A-V-E. Sign up for an extra cash account and get up to $500 instantly. For terms and conditions, go to dave.com slash legal. Instant transfer fees apply. you provided by Evolve. Member of FDIC. Feature U will thank you. All right. Let's rip through these prelims. Ah, uh, this this one hurt. It hurt my heart, Dan, cuz I'm uh it was a bad weekend for Canadians other than uh the Canadian gangster himself, but uh Lupe got herself beat somehow by Angela Hill, journey woman Angela Hill, unanimous decision 29-28 29-28 29, 28, 29 28. boxing looked good. Um didn't do enough wrestling and Hill's wrestling and grappling stood up as well. I think it
0: but. I think her her failure on early takedown attempts tired her out. And yeah. she was afraid to go back to it, and then was she like she has muscles just...
1: too. Muscles, yeah. She she, she her, is yeah. re-
0: she is really strong, but I'll also say just that like Angela Hill is you know like that's always kind of been her thing. she's good in the clinch and like you know good at stuff and takedowns and stuff like that. So like you know the fact that she she stuffed an early one and it appeared to wear Loopy out. I think she was overly cognizant of it, but um you know still not off Loopy Godinez. but you know one of those fights she'll have to learn from
1: yep yep um so that was another big score for people who had hill um i don't know anyone who did uh, most of us had Ganinez. hill was plus 255 so it was a night for big dogs um for sure um fortunately that was one of the ones we weren't in on dan a big dog won, and you weren't in on it that must really hurt it always does <laughs> yep. all right well uh, there, this next fight was a robbery but it went in our favor uh maybe not a robbery but uh, somehow martin Boudet won beat Lucas Brzeski. I've changed my opinion. He's not hot. Um, he's kind of... I think he's let himself go, Dan. He looked like a model before, but uh, he's, he's got a chunky guy body now. Um, split, he lost the split decision. Boudet won 29-28, 28-29, 29-28. We had Boudet or Budai or Baddies at minus 270. He did not look like a minus 270 fighter there. Not a good fight. Boudet did not win. I don't see how anyone picked him to win that fight. So I, here's the the only only stock I'll give to
0: you know people who scored that fight for Boudet I, I think there wasn't enough action in this fight first of all um that's true. It, it got a little it got a little stale at points with the exception of the first round Bredski put on which is the round he won on everybody's scorecard yep. um it, he really like trailed off in the second and I would say it always seemed like Boudet was hitting harder so kind of back yeah, to like your hitting argument harder, before yeah that's the thing no that's true but back to your argument that you made for like Marlon Vera, Dom Cruz. Like yeah. I could see giving the second to Boudet because of that. I mean, I definitely think he won the third, but like I could see giving him the second for that. But um, yeah, like I probably would have scored it for Bresky too, but um, at least that one was, uh, was reasonable. We're, we're about to talk about some really fucking terrible scorecards <laughs> in the next fight.
1: Yeah. I, I hate split decisions and we had plenty of them. Uh, Nina Nunez, we had her uh, split. She's an, in- Another plus one this was another one that we were like why is this a? it wasn't just a little plus. plus 140 is a pretty decent plus in my in my books for chalky jeff she won and then retired uh, i believe this retirement too because she must be a mom have more babies why would someone want more kids i don't know but some people do uh 28 29 29 28 30 27 which is an interesting scorecard
0: 30 27 is as bad of a scorecard <laughs> as 28 29 was though yeah because that first one like dude th- this was the easiest scorecard in a really long time for me so to have three, three different judges yeah, score yeah. it three different ways it, it's wild to me right because yeah it, it was as clear as day. she won the first she was she won,
1: Dan be clear uh,
0: Nina Nunes Nina Nunes yes. won the first and the third it, and very clearly and I gave the second to Calvillo I, I thought that was that could not have been more obvious and for some reason Chris Crail, which, by the way, I've never heard of that judge, gave no. all the rounds to Nunez, which she didn't win the second. Um, and like Derek Cleary gave Kelfijo the third, which like I don't know what he's watching. Like it just really bad scorecards. But at the end of the day, thank God the right person wins that fight. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, like, her getting screwed on what she had already decided was her, her retirement fight. Um, you know, one of my recommended plays at plus 140. Uh, you got to love it.
1: She didn't announce that to the public, did she? Like, I didn't know she
0: She had it. not. But, like, her gloves were already off before they okay, were reading yeah. the announcement. So, like, it, it she had decided it was over.
1: And I believe that one. So, um,
0: yeah, me, me too. Me too. She, yeah. she, she wants to train Amanda and yep. have more kids. And, you know, she said she said stuff about, like, wanting to train up and coming fighters, too. Like, she'll probably yeah. have her own gym that she runs because I know yeah. she was. They have their own time. gym. Yeah, I, I know she was splitting time between that and right, right, right. Um, ATT, ATT, but like now that she's not training at ATT, I assume it will just be is it like Lioness Fight Gym or something like that. Yeah,
1: something. You see who's wearing the pants in that family? Yeah? it's her nickname. It's not the Strina. I guess no one knows what a Strina is <laughs> anyhow. So Strina the MMA. Strina Gym, <laughs> Strina MMA. Yes. Anyhow, um, good on you, Nina Nunez, uh, leaving on a win and leaving on a win for all of us here or people who follow with us. Uh, next one, easy pick, and it went the way we. Well, I guess Antiveros looked okay, kind of okay at the starting. Mowgli, Gabriel Benitez, TKO punches, 3:35 in the first round. That's three straight uh, TKO losses for Antiveros. and we we made money off it. Not not a lot, because it was minus 350 Benitez, but uh, I, I guess if you're in on the on the KO prop, which probably was decent money, and probably was a pretty easy pick.
0: I, I stayed away from the KO prop mostly just yeah. because I thought there was a good chance. He gets a sub too. Um, right, because Ant- Antaveros is so bad on the mat. We saw it with the Steve Garcia fight. Um. So I just, you know, like he was my biggest recommended play. I think since we've started the show,
1: um, Yeah, it was 70 bucks out of the yeah hundred yeah. bucks were on him.
0: Yeah. So like I, I knew Benitez, I will say this for Antaveros just to give him a little, Uh. and actually this will be a pat on the back for both fighters. When ben- Benitez tagged him, he got him back up against the cage and just started, like, unloading. And I was like, oh, he's going to end this here. Antaveros hung in the pocket, like, cleared the cobwebs, and, like, looked like he was landing the better as it turned into a brawl. So, like, good on him for having the skills to do that with ben- Benitez. And then also really good on Benitez for, like, being like, well, this seems dumb to do. Why don't I take a shoot a takedown here and just end this fight on the mat?
1: Yep. And so, he did it.
0: And he did it yep. perfectly. So, good, good for Benitez.
1: And we're firing someone else, Dan, right?
0: Yeah. I mean, Ontiveros <laughs> doesn't belong in the UFC. You know, and I, I like him, too. I, I like think he's kind of fun to watch when yeah. he's doing the things he's good at. He's just not good enough at, at the bat, things he's bad at to stay in the positions where he's good.
1: He's good at getting TKO'd in the UFC is what he's the best at. Um, oh, th- this one hurt, too. This one maybe hurt more than the loopy one. Um, Tyson Nam, even though he's a nice guy and he was good on your podcast last week. He knocked out Ode Osborne, caught him when Ode was leaping in 259 into the first round. Did not see that coming, but we lost on Ode. Ode was part of a lot of people's parlays and recommended plays. So that hurt. Minus 240, we lost on that one.
0: Yeah, I, I was uh I, I was a little bit surprised it happened, but here's once the fight got started, I was less surprised that it it ended this way because Ode looked like he was completely disinterested in giving wrestling even a thought here. Yeah. Um, which, like, Tyson Nam's a guy you don't want to just box with. And in addition to that, he was doing things like throwing jump knees and spinning back kicks and stuff like that. Which, again, like, when you're that much taller than another guy, use your length. So he yeah. was neither using his length nor using his wrestling. He he played right into the, the hands that Tyson Nam loves to play. Um, and, and I would say this, too. First of all, great punch to knock him down. But the follow-up after like Ode Osborne rolled backwards, he hit him with like an uppercut yeah. in the side of the head on the, the way back up. Impressive by Tyson. i like that dude is still bringing power as a 38 year old flyweight. That's incredible, man.
1: <laughs> yep. O'Day was trying to, you know, get the cobwebs out and get back up, but no, it did not happen. Um, Yeah, that was a shame. He didn't just play into his hands. He jumped into his hands, unfortunately. So, um, all right, this one went the way I, I hoped it would go, and against Dan's wishes, Josh Quinlan knocked out Jason Witt, which is what people tend to do to, to Jason Witt when he doesn't isn't able to wrestle him and win 209 in the first round. I don't know if there's much to say about that, but Quinlan, uh, they were mentioned he he looked nervous and stuff, or um, but they like to play up narratives when they're on the uh, on the broadcast. But anyhow, he uh, if he was nervous, he, he took care of it with a knockout punch, um, kind of out of nowhere, um, rocked Witt. Turn his lights out minus 250 out on Quinlan. Dan went for another big dog and whiffed on that one.
0: Not not completely out of nowhere. Uh Whit, Whit threw a uh, leg kick with both of his hands on, on his hips. So uh you know like that, so that, <laughs> that that that's a good idea? That typically doesn't work well. I will say he did get a takedown early, and I was like, oh sweet. Here comes yes, like I was worried boring, about that, but he here just comes back some boring ass wrestling. And uh, yep. yeah, Quinlan got right back up, and then I was like, Oh, this is this ain't gonna end well.
1: <laughs> yep, and it did not. So and then we talked about the opener already, Blackshear and Zawal. Um, So we both went seven to five. However, Dan won $190 more than seven, I did. Seven four and one. one. Oh yeah, that's Seven right. four and one. Seven no, seven five and one. There's 13 fights. Uh, a oh, Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Anyhow, I'm not counting the draw. Um, Dan made exactly $190 more than me. $190, 90. Dan made, which means I made 90 cents. But as Brian H said in the Discord, a win's a win. Um, so I am still at 66% on the year. I'm um, still up 1061 bucks. Dan is 58% and he's down 2000 bucks, but he started there's, to claw back, right? There's time. There's still time. And he killed it. Dan actually, no, uh, he lucked out because he he had a couple of big dogs. Well, I, I, maybe that's the way to do it. Dan had two big dogs on his recommended place, Nunez and Cachoeira. And then most of the money was on a very big favorite, Benitez. And all three came through. So he won 65 bucks on his $100 bet, which is a very good return on investment there. Um, excuse me. So maybe that is the way to go, Dan, little sprinkle a bit on some dogs and then p- put all of the rest of it on, on a big favorite.
0: I that's, uh, I, I don't love that method. Usually I, I have a couple of, I spread it out on a couple of favorites I liked, but I'll be yeah. honest. There just weren't enough favorites. I really liked on this card. And I, I guess now we can see why, right? Like the, yeah. there weren't a lot of favorites who hit like even some bigger ones. Uh, I thought about Cheeto and and he does wind up cashing for you, but you know yep. that that could have been dicey. You don't not land the big kick.
1: Yeah. Um Yeah. I, I guess you can't really have a uh, a plan in advance for recommended place. You just gotta kind of gotta play it uh, event by event and, and see what lines and fighters you like. I went two and one, but I lost five dollars fifty three cents, which sucks because um Ode Osborne lost, and I had um the rest of my money was on a couple big favorites, Vera and Benitez. So I went two and one, but I lost some money there, which is not fun. So. On the year though, I am 63% hit rate on my recommended plays and I'm up 158 bucks. Dan is at 49% hit rate and he's down 129 bucks. Boom.
0: Oh, it's still time though. I still, just made, well, up, if, made up 65, 65 bucks. Week.
1: Yeah. Two, two weeks and two weeks and you're out of the hole.
0: There we go. We, we got um, time.
1: Yeah. He had, uh, our two, uh, one, one leg of the two uh, fight parlay, the Hungerman Jong Superfan parlay came through. Catcher won, one, but um, how reggae? Did not win via KO, so she tried. I should
0: have. I should have gone back to the the GM3 one. Yeah. I re- I was this close to <laughs> right? my yeah. original one. I I said was GM3, uh, and Zawal was my original one I had written down, and then I was, was like G- GM3 sub, and well, I, and it would the front leg of it would have pushed, so instead of being yeah. a you know, a, I think it was 1005 or something like that was would have been uh, plus uh 550. Would have been plus 550, so yeah, okay. which which I had anyway. So,
1: <laughs> and then you would have been bragging that, that you hit your uh, parlay, even though it was yeah, one fight, so, yeah, yeah it's, it's not
0: really one par- yep.
1: parlay. yeah. All right, so uh, <laughs> well, actually, next week is the pay per view, is it not, or are we off next week? Let's see, no, no, the, the, next, week's pay-per-view, the pay-per-view. next week, pay per view yep. next week. I was thinking it was, uh, oh, yeah, that's right, Rockwell is in the co main event, um, all right. Let's look ahead to next week. Oh, I'll tell you the bonuses. Bonus the fight on the night obviously was the co-main event. Um, those two guys, uh Onama and the guy that beat him, um, Nate Landwehr, that's his name. Uh, they won Fight of the Night, Marlon Vera and Tyson at Nam won performance on the night. So the glory days, those two or three events in a row where they were giving bonuses out to all the finishers, uh, that's has not been the case the past few weeks. So You'll see he's tightened the purse strings once again. Um, <clears throat> Dana White says fighter pay is never going to go up on his watch. So there you go. Good thing to say. Yeah. To great. your hey, do non-employees, you think, independent contractors.
0: R- real question. Do you think Quinlan yes. just didn't get a bonus only because uh, he had to have his fight rescheduled and go up a weight class yeah, on short be notice it. because he still has dr- yeah, drugs that, in his system? Yeah, that could yeah. be it.
1: Just like how they don't give it to uh, people who miss weight. So, yeah. That very well could be yep. the case. Yeah.
0: Yep. I think that's
1: it. <laughs> yep. So anyhow, we're going to Utah, Salt Lake City, Utah next week to the Vivint Arena. USC 278: Ed- Usman versus Edwards. Two, so kamaro Usman. Finally, Leon Edwards is getting his title shot. Well, I guess we shouldn't. We won't say finally until the cage door is shut and locked and the fight actually starts. But as of now, Leon Edwards is getting his title shot. Then we got Paulo Costa. He's going to knock out Luke Rockhold in the co-main event. Jose Aldo versus the Mir. Dvalishvili. Very good band. That's a great fight. Yep. Uh, one of our, one of our uh, favorites, Alexander Romanov's coming back against Martina Tyburus. So that's a a chunky guy fight. Um, and then Harry Hunsucker is on a pay-per-view, Dan versus Tyson Pedro. That's what people want. They, they
0: just, they just really want Tyson Pedro to like find his footing again. Huh? Apparently. Because Uh, he, he, he got knocked out by Shogun and armbarred by Ovin Seipru in 2018. Was gone for four years for various reasons. And then he comes back and they're like, Ike Villanueva, Harry Hunt sucker.
1: <laughs> like, let's put you oh, on the let's put you on the paid j- portion too. Jesus. <laughs> oh. uh, prelims, Leonardo Santos, Jared Gordon, Wu Yanan, Lucy Pudalova, Sean Woodson, Luis Saldana, early prelims, AJ. Uh, I guess there'll be one more fight on that prelims, too. Um, usually have four. We got AJ Fletcher, Angelusa Francisco Figueroa, Amira al Quilong Ayori, Iori or Iori Quilong uh, versus Jay Perrin, Daniel Lucerda versus Victor Alta Marano. Are we having Miranda Maverick, Shanna Young? Is that happening? Alta yeah, that, I, I'm pretty yeah. sure that's
0: the other one on the prelims.
1: Perfect. The, the, anything drop off, I mean, off the screen?
0: I, I, I love watching Miranda Maverick fight. Yep. Um, it'll be interesting to see Jay Perrin fight. He's one of those guys who we had, um, we had circled as, as like a guy who had a great debut, but on short notice against a really tough opponent. Like he fought Mario Batista on short notice and, and went the whole distance with him, which, you know, like notably miles, John got knocked out by him. Brian Kelleher got choked out by him, but Jay Perrin on like no day's notice went 15 hard minutes with him. So like you Know that's something, and he took him down, so I'm, I'm interested to see like what that guy's got in him. Um, I love that they the UFC rehired Lucy Pudalova. I thought when they fired her all those years ago, it was messed up. Uh, because I she lost three in a row, but it was like Liz Carmouche, Antonina Shevchenko, Justine Kish, oh, four in a row. She lost to uh, Irene Aldana, too. Um, but like th- that's a tough batch, and I always thought she had like a lot of promise. Um, her fight with, with Lena Landsberg is like one of the most underrated fights I've, I've seen in a while. Um, nobody remembers it, but it was really good. And since then she's been pretty damn good in uh, a European promotion called Octagon. So it's good to see her back in there too. And of course, Romanoff, just Romanoff.
1: I was going to say, we're, we're, um, I asked him what's exciting on the pay-per-view. He mentions Jay Perrin and he mentions Lucy Pudilova. So there you <laughs> <go>. <laughs> Then you mentioned Romanoff. Um, any quick thoughts on PFL? I, Bellator wasn't really anything noteworthy. Um, I mean,
0: the PFL card fell apart so much that the article yep. I had written on it for SGPN <laughs> had two fights left that uh, I had. Oh, really? Had yeah, there were only. Did two you hit fights. them at least? Uh, one out of two, I think I went. <laughs> okay. um, yeah, but but I hit Busai, who was an underdog. So yep. there you go. Pro- profitable day. I went one of That's two. That's Swedish
1: uh, Denzel Washington, is it not? Yeah,
0: he's, he'll now be in the finals.
1: Uh, Against Rory Madonna, right? Of course. No. <laughs> no. Yeah, Ray uh, McDonald retired as well, so there goes that Canadian hope. Um, probably people were best. saying he should retire after he got knocked yeah. out last night.
0: Yeah, yeah, for the best. Yeah. Um. That that's one that he should.
1: <laughs> yeah. So who's the best Canadian left now? If he was the best Canadian, who is no, the best Canadian now? Um, it's hard, right? Yeah, I gotta. I'm gonna. I'd
0: have to. Do, do is it the Canadian gangster
1: to... Olivier Albon Mercier? He's. Oh yeah, he's fight, He's fighting for a million bucks. <laughs> yeah. Is he the best Canadian? Yikes. I'm he's sure playing. there's one in the UFC. We're just, I'm gonna, oh, Hakeem Dawoodo. He's all right, but well, maybe I think I'd pick Hakeem Dawido.
0: Yeah, he, he he's he's what is he? Like, he's he's what's he? One, two, three,
1: four, five. He's won six out of his last seven. Okay, let's give it to him then. With a Calgary. lost of small star like Calgary, Alberta's on, right? I think he's Calgary. Um, he is from Calgary, Alberta. Boom. You know you? There you go. <laughs> All right, enough of this. We got to get out of here because we got to get back in your ears because we got Dan and White contender series to talk about week four. Week three went, we're back on on track. We already talked about it a bit a few podcasts ago, but the Gumby God is back in the house. So um, we'll, we'll get you that into your ears shortly after you listen to this one. So uh, in the meantime, Give us a review. We just got an amazing review. I'll talk about that in the, <laughs> next, in the next podcast, but give us a review. We're going to uh, do a draw very, very soon from all of our, all of our reviews, random draw winner gets 50 dollar gift card to sports, gambling slash store, where you can get gear. Um, our friend Chad in the discard, sent us a picture wearing his MMA gambling podcast gear. So we have shirts in there. Plus we have a Gumby specific shirt in there as well. So if you don't want to wait and try to win the contest, go and buy it, buy it for all your family as well um SGP and MMA on Twitter Jeff Fox writer and Gumby Vreeland on Twitter as well and I think I told you everything else you need to know so we will be back in your ears in a few minutes with our like I said our picks for a week for of the Dana White Contender Series until then and probably after then as well I will remain the Strina Jeff Fox and he will remain the Gumby God Daniel Vreeland bye-bye